everybody to the Back of the Bus podcast. I'm Hap. He's Black. As always, this is a podcast with two friends who met on the back of a yellow cheese school bus. Bus driver's name was Roy. Looked weird at girls getting off the bus. I'm also pretty positive he didn't have a driver's license. I'm, I'm almost like I'm making that clear. Positive he didn't have a driver's license. Anyway, that's us. <laughs> that's that's it. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Let's hear a little bit from you guys. Caller number one. Okay. All right. Thanks for the contribution. Thanks. Caller number two. Yeah, a theme song right there. (laughs) That is absolutely not going to be our theme. Joey, listen to me very carefully. You cannot let this be my theme song. Hold on. It's a beat to drop. Oh, no, no. Look, it's it's the good Game of Thrones beat. Here we go. Dragons. Fire. Unix. Incest. Yes! (laughs) See? It's the perfect beat for for, for, the, intro, for the Game of Thrones season. Nailed it. <clears throat> Guys, let us know what you think about this, for sure. <laughs> I, I promise you this is staying on. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Alright guys, well welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, remember this is season... <laughs> what we're doing is we are recapping all of Game of Thrones, every episode. We did a pre-capables, basically. I stole that from the ring. <laughs> they don't kill us. But if they do, that's great. That means they listen. Anyway, we will recap all the shows. So... Episode 1 aired, we are recording on a Tuesday. Episode 1 aired less than 48 hours ago. I have only seen it once when it aired, and you've seen it four times? Three times. Wow. Yeah. And you have three children. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. Well, I put them to sleep Sunday night at like 8.50. They were just like, why? Under penalty of death if they left their room. Well, the boy, whatever, he's four, he does what he wants. Yeah, exactly. The girls were like under penalty of death not to leave their room. There you go. So I watched it immediately like when it aired, and then... Mike and Mo left, and mm-hmm. I watched it immediately after. I did kind of like doze off a little bit, okay. so I had to like kind of like rewind. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I I had a planned day off of work, ah, nice. so I watched it again and <coughs> took notes. See, now that's good. <coughs> I'm sorry about that. Uh, here, note to self, don't eat a McFlurry before you come over. Yeah. Your voice is very fluffy. <laughs> I sound like Stu Gods. <coughs> so anyway. We're here. We're going to recap the show. We've got a little bit of a rundown. So what we're going to do first, what we're going to do is we're going to recap the whole episode. Now, we're going to do it just like they do in the intros, okay? What does that mean? Well, in the intro, they visit each land, right? So they kind of tell you where you're going to go. They are, are they, they, uh, they kind of foretell where you're going. So we visited three places in the intro. We visited Winterfell and the Crypts. Everything in Winterfell is kind of under one roof. We visited King's Landing. And no elephants. And then we unfortunately, I don't know why they wanted us to, but we visited Last Hearth, which had never gone. All right? So let's get started. What happened in Winterfell? Let's talk about the intro. Um, I think a lot of this episode was, a, was really a lot about just callbacks to the first episode of the series. Sure. So like before we get, let's talk a little bit about the, because there's been a lot of talk about the actual intro sequence. Yeah. With the changes that they made, yeah. Um, I love the perspective of going through the wall. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And how they had like the tiles on the floor flipping. Yeah, so how they had the tiles on the floor flipping to ice. Yeah. And uh, kind of the, just the excessive detail they had going into like into buildings for the first time that was new, and all the shit on the astrolabe. <laughs> you you catch yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all 
So it was the Red Wedding was on there. The Birth the of the Dragons. Yeah. And the Night King tearing down the wall. I mean, I wonder why they decided to do it now. So uh, there, there was an article on the Ringer about that where they interviewed the guys who who, made it? who worked the intro, and they said that they, um, they've been sitting on like a new intro since like season one, but that the showrunners always wanted to kind of just use the same version mm-hmm. and just change the locations, but that they, you know, that they've had all these ideas or whatever, and that when they did that on the Astro Day this time, it was just kind of like an homage to like the. No, the, the, the whole episode, yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole, the whole series. series. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty cool. So yeah, so we start in Winterfell, and the little kid's climbing, just like Arya climbed. Yep. Uh, when she was wearing that stupid helmet. I really thought that it was it was a flashback. Yeah. you know, they, sometimes they'll start the season off with a flashback. Well, they did it once. With Cersei. That was the one time they did a flashback, which yeah. is the Cersei prophecy. Yeah. Um, and then it was awesome that ultimately it was Arya who kind of like moved out of the kid's way. Yeah. It was really cute. So that was cool. And, uh... You know, that ride in, Tyrion cracking the balls, the jokes. balls jokes on Varys, and uh, the, the Northerners really didn't like the black people. They gave, I don't know about not liking, it was not like they proof of like Right, yeah. They just gave a weird look. I don't know how much it was that they were, it was their color, or just that they almost looked like a invading force. Sure, I'm, I'm sure there was a little bit of all of that, but mm-hmm. the, like, there's a reason why the showrunners like focused on the two of them at that moment. Yeah, how they, they're gonna die. How they kind of look at each other. Yeah, man, you I hope Grey Wolf doesn't die. I think you Anyway, keep moving, let's go. Um Yeah, and then you get the first you know, John and Bran kind of link up and Bran gives that first weird, of his yeah. weird answers. Which hey, is like all he does now. You're like a man. And I love it. I do love it. I love Bran being weird, Bran. You're like a man now. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, leads me to this weird theory, right? Okay. So Bran sees the future of the past, right? Mm-hmm. He says that he's, he's almost a man. We all equate almost a man being having sex, right? Right. Yeah. Get this. Bran's going to warm into Jamie, bang Cersei, and murder her. <laughs> Cut. That's it. That's the show. That's the show. We just, that's it. It's awesome. That is fantastic. He's going to be He's going to award Jamie to murder Cersei. Yes. Amazing. Because he knows it'll destroy Jamie. Oh, man. Just filling the Valencar prophecy. True that. <laughs> um, then you get the first shade yeah. thrown between uh, Sansa and uh, Danny. Yeah. So, funny about that. Um, I, I just today or yesterday, I kind of like reconnected with a cousin of mine. I haven't already mm-hmm. seen since she was like a kid. Because I saw her post something that she watches the show. Okay. And she really, like, she really enjoys the shade between Danny and Sansa. Whereas, like, I'm just like, oh my god, please don't do this. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's like, like, maybe it's like a female we've thing. Got, we've got five episodes left. I don't need to eat my lives. Yeah. I just need, like... But it was it was a cool thing. What do dragons eat? What do they want? Yeah, no, it was awesome. Because in that first one, Danny's trying to compliment her. And Sansa's like, yeah, Winterfell's yours. Yeah. Which is... Which, you know, Danny took it kind of whatever, but those were the exact words that Ned said to Robert when yeah. Robert came in episode one. Exactly. So maybe Danny should just not take it that personally. Yep. No, no, I get it. I get it. So but then, yeah, it. when they had the what do dragons each. Whoa, whoa. Then Bran fucking, like, yeah, can we can we stop? Like, your dragon is alive again, and the Night King has it. So this is, 
your brain is basically pushing all of the storyline forward. So this is going to be a common theme throughout this conversation, how they are, uh, between this and another thing that happens later on in the show, there, it seems kind of just a really big deal that all it's getting is like, like a one-sentence reveal. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have thought that the reveal that her dragon was alive and working for the Night King would have come in a far different way as far as how she learned it than this kid she's never seen and has no reason to believe. Doesn't understand what his powers are, doesn't know anything about him. Just, yeah, your dragon's alive. I mean, ish. We're in a, we're in a world of fantasy, so we might as well just let it go. Yeah, it's just, it seemed like that should have been a bigger deal. I've learned to not overthink things like that now. You know what helped me do that was uh, Westworld. I just can't overthink. I, I well, I haven't, overthink. Watched, I haven't watched Westworld. If you try to overthink every little thing, you're going to drive yourself nuts. Like, so I just don't. I'm like, okay, there's some things that are there purposely, some things that, are, that aren't there purposely. Um, yeah, it was cool. Bran was there. Yeah. Badass Mormon just sticks her head. By the way, that was one reunion that I thought was going to happen. And oh, Jorah and Liana? Yeah. I'm sure it'll come. Yeah, but at some point. But weren't they, weren't they in that room together? Yeah, but I mean, they couldn't. They already had to mash all these reunions. Into one show? Into one show. And all of them got, you know, a minute, 90 seconds, two minutes maybe for John and Arya. Something that in prior seasons and prior episodes. Would have taken a yeah, while. The John and Arya reunion would have been the climax of the show. Yeah. You know, so they, they could only get to so many. Okay. But that does lead, that is going to lead to a burning question. All right. So the, now we, so now they had the big powwow. They said Ned Umba back to his people because he needs more horses. And Sansa's like, sure, go. Yeah. Uh, great idea, by the way. And Liana, yeah. And Liana shits all over John for turning in the crown. Yeah. Which, and, is this the good time for the John right or should I wait? No, you should wait. Okay. Anyway, so let's get out of, let's get out of the recap. And then you can go on your John right. Got it. So we get there, then we get a bunch of reunions in Winterfell, right? Sure. We get we get Arya with John, John, we Arya, get Arya Hound. with Hound. We get Arya with Gendry. I what's, love, what's he making for her? I think it's like a, like a blow dart or something. Okay. I don't know. In the trailer for next week, she she's got a bow. Yeah, I don't know. So is it like a special arrow? Maybe. Huh. Okay. So I really like the fact that they. <clears throat> Man, I should have got you a coffee. I know. They bet not. They balanced Gendry with the Hound, you know. And the, the the best part about that was when the Hound's like, "You left me for dead." She's like, "No, no, no, I also I robbed you. I robbed you. Yeah. Like, don't, don't forget that. Yeah, I robbed you. All of the fucking trees." I, I like I like that interaction. Again, it's one of those ones where I would have liked to see that fleshed out a little more. Um, just because it was like <laughs> two seasons of them doing the buddy yeah. cop thing. Yeah, exactly. And um, to get one or three sentences out of it, but it was a, it was a perfect three sentences. So oh, absolutely, fun. you get Tyrion and you get Sansa, which is uh, oh, like for me the line the line of the episode. Oh, the last time we saw each other was at was at Joffrey's yeah. wedding. Yeah, that was what is he said that was tough going or some shit, and she goes it had its moments. Yeah. that was, yeah, just like, that was spectacular. Great. Exactly. Um, and then she told him that he's not as smart as she thought. Yeah. He was. Yeah, and, and I think that's a real big knock, and I think that's something that's going to come into play later. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's also later in the episode where we're going to talk about another burning question about the yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, so then we get John and Danny. This, you know what, man? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not about it anymore. I wasn't like I'm not about John and Danny being together. It seems. Oh, you don't really... ship them anymore? Nah. You don't think they have chemistry? I don't. I don't think they have chemistry at all. I saw them, and they're just like, here's the Game of Thrones has ruined me. I see these two, and they're in love, and I think. 
oh, Rob was in love too. <laughs> and then, and then there John was in love with Egret. Yeah. Danny was in love with Drogo. Uh huh. And so I'm just like, oh, okay. And then there were these parallels that they had actually with Egret and um, and Jamie. So when they they jumped onto the dragons, and we'll get to the dra- dragons and how easily it was John got on and was able to fly. Um, they go to this place, and Danny turns around and says, "I could spend a thousand life, a thousand years, or a thousand lifetimes here." A thousand. We could be a thousand. We could be here for a thousand years. She said. Yeah, and it's very similar to what Ingrid, Ingrid, Ingrid said to John in the cave. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, she said that she could spend. She never wanted to leave the cave. Right. Um, that's yeah. She told him that's never leave or something. Yeah, and so they, it, there were a lot of parallels with other things. That right then and there, I was just like, oh. Doesn't bode well for Danny, um, but in any case, it is what it is. Um, so then you get them; they come back. There is this, you know, honestly, I don't really give a crap about the underlying food shortage problem that's happening. Like, it seems like a piece of the storyline that I just don't give a shit about. Well, I think that was just a way of creating more tension between Sansa and Danny. But I don't think I don't think we're ever gonna get like a no, we're not a food the, inventory yeah. episode. The next two episodes are the the, the War of Winterfell, the battle the battle of Winterfell. Like that's what you're getting. You think you think the battle starts next yes, episode? I do. I absolutely. Because everybody just seems to think well, episode three is just the whole battle and that's the battle. No, I think I think that I think the battle starts next episode and finishes at the end of episode three. So you think it's gonna be an episode and a half battle? Yeah, Holy it's, crap. it's it's huge. Dude, it's the longest battle scene they've shot ever. Anywhere, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, it's a huge battle scene. Like, come on, man. So, but but even if it was just the one episode, it'd be the longest battle scene yeah. ever. So, so, um, Winterfell is there. Sam, God damn you! I felt bad for that guy. So let's talk about that a little bit. So, how is it uh-huh. that none of the people, mm-hmm. Varys, Master of Whispers in King's Landing. Tyrion, mm-hmm. Hand of the Queen, Davos, Hand of the King, none of these people knew, or, and Jorah, who's the one who got saved by the dude. Mm-hmm. Nobody was able to tell this chick, yo, by the way, those two dudes you roasted, it's this guy's dad and brother. How, again, this is the same thing I have later for the burning question about the Starks, but it applies to anybody. How is it that all these characters spend so much time in each other's company and they don't talk about these things? They don't. What are the conversations that they're having? Probably, shit, it's cold. Why is it so cold? But my dude, you have one job. If you're an advisor to a queen, Mm -hmm. you literally have one job. And it's to make sure she knows these things. And, you know, honestly, like I put that on Tyrion. Who's, Who's to say that she didn't know? Samuel Tarly, like those were the Tarleys that she burned. Well, because her reaction when Sam says it, when she looks at Jorah, like, oh shit, are you fucking with me? Nah. Because she asks, she goes, she goes, not Randall Tarly. Nah. So, you know, either she's really pretending or she didn't know, which means that all the people around fail to give her that information. You're right, I get it. And look, man, I don't. I don't think it's a big deal. I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, it sucks for her. And I think what it does is it's going to start to drive up, drive a wedge in between her and her advisors, right? From here, and I know you're gonna, we're going to talk about it later. From here, you can see her start to become more closer to John and isolated from everybody else. Okay. I mean, all right? You want to pull that thread even more. Maybe John dies. She goes a little nutso. And guess what we have? 
mad queens. Everybody's got this mad queens. I don't know, but maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I don't think the show set her up. Anyway, whatever. That's not I mean, point. is it crazier than my brand working into the jammy, jammy theory? <laughs> but that's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, I thought it was cool when Davos, Tyrion, and Varys were talking about the, three, the two of them you getting married. That was cool? That was so lame. It seems so old and just like, yeah, look at them. And then Var- Varys is just like, well, I, I just mean the, the fact that the conversation's been broached, right? Because that's, ever since we saw Danny, I mean, John Stippett and Danny last year, we talked about them. Like, well, instead of they're worrying about tension about who John's parents are and is he the true king, is she the true queen, just get married and it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't. You're king and queen, it doesn't, you just equal rulers instead of all oh, the king is the guy and the queen, just whatever. Just, you get married and it doesn't matter. I guess you're right. So... I just I I was I appreciated the fact that they broached it, and then John does ride the dragon, and then the dragon conveniently turns so that they can see John riding the dragon, which again, for anybody who's paid any attention, if only a Targaryen can ride a dragon, should then that have especially to Varys again? Varys is the guy who's like you're supposed to know everything. This is your job. Shouldn't you have been like wait a minute? Uh, I mean I guess we'll see next episode. Yeah. But whatever. What else happens in Winterfell? Uh, um, NBN. That's it. Just Bran's there. I'm waiting for an old friend. He, somebody leaves him out overnight. Oh, no. Sex, Sam tells John. Oh, Sam tells yeah, John. Yeah, Sam tells John about his, yeah. about his parentage, which, again, I thought was poorly done. That was good for me. I thought it was great. Major things happened in the crypts, and then that was a major thing. Yeah, but it's it's like, the, I don't know. After, after eight years of waiting for this reveal, you would have expected it to be more. Here's the thing, man. Like, John is the reluctant leader. He never wanted to be any leader. He doesn't want to be the king. He doesn't want to be... He didn't He didn't want anything. And so now, he just wants to save everybody from the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. He is kind of, I guess, coming to the fact that he might be the king when all of this is over because he'll marry mm-hmm. uh, Danny. But now they're telling him, Sam's telling him, oh, by the way... You are legit the king. Right, but that's what I'm, this is the and he's biggest. Like, Bro. This is the central mystery at the core of the story. Okay. And the person who most needed to have that information just received it on like a drunk text. I guess I thought it was well done. I liked it. They it was well acted. I like. No, they I both it well performed it well, but I thought there was that reveal was gonna come more majestic, mm-hmm. like. Like, oh, what, on the back of a fucking dragon, he was gonna burn it into the sky? No, dude, John. but, like, like a, some kind of a fucking, like, sucking John into the flashback so he can see it, right? Like, Bran sharing the vision with John. Here's the, here's, 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 the, here's why I won't get so upset. I don't get so upset because we're only one episode in. Like, all of this stuff could be figured out towards the end. Like... Not, you okay, can, you just said that there's a battle, and a, there's an episode and a half, yeah, potentially, a battle, of a battle scene. Okay, and so that means... That. At least three episodes. Yeah. So it's like five minutes ago that I knew we were Okay. Um and just like so that yeah, so I guess we'll disagree on this one too. The dragon thing, just to put a bow on Winterfell. Him initially getting on the dragon just because they wanted to go on a joyride, while it was awesome, that it was well shot and it was awesome. It was like I just thought it would have had more impact had that come in like a battle scene, right? Like they're desperate. They don't know what the fuck to do. John just decides to jump on the dragon, and the dragon takes off with him. I yeah. thought that would have been more emotional, I guess. 
I know, but it, <clears throat> I think in this sense we're just fantasy booking it. Like, yeah, of course. I mean, but this is we're wrestling fans. This is what yeah, we do. This is what we do. Fantasy book all day, everything. Yep. And then you know, how did you feel about the whole little the dragons are watching us, whatever? I thought it was dumb. Yeah. I thought that whole scene was dumb. Barry actually thought it was cute. I thought it was so dumb. Yeah. I was like, I don't want this. I didn't. It didn't bother. See, that didn't bother me. Yeah, no. Because you know, I'm just kind of like. And then he looks over. I've had. I, I've like, been. Like, I've been in that spot where my mom's dating a dude. Bruh. <laughs> You're just like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, get up off. Yeah. So, whatever. Anyway, so that's Winterfell. And then the end shot, right? Yeah, that's great. Fucking, that, to me, that saved the episode. Bro. Yeah. Because Jamie's face, it's already a meme. It's amazing. Oh, I know, dude. The internet Reddit is, is gone, amazing. The internet is undefeated. Yeah. It, it, Reddit has gone nuts with it. Yeah, so when nuts. Jamie's face, when he saw, and I just, like, what you were talking about earlier, the symmetry between yeah. the first episode ever and this yeah. one, you end with the same two people that you ended episode one, season one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I guess that means that John's going to lose his head at some point this year. I, you know, I mean, maybe. Yeah. All right, man. So, King's Landing. <clears throat> have at it. King's Landing. Because, honestly, this, <clears throat> is, this is the part of the show I gave less than the So, there, there were a couple questions that, that, that popped up in my mind. Why doesn't Cersei care that the White Walkers are coming? Now that she has it confirmed that the wall is down and they're actually because coming. She, because in her mind, what, whatever's left of the White Walkers when they come south, the Golden Company will be able to save her. Okay. And she's got Zombie Mountain, so she doesn't care. She thinks <clears throat> stupidly, arrogantly, as, as typical for Cersei, she thinks she's untouchable. Yeah, okay. Jamie told her, we can't beat Daenerys and her dragons, and she's still fucking, you know. Yeah, so Okay, so then you've got that, and then Euron comes with the Golden Company and his fleet, which is great. Euron comes in, and he shoots his shot, and he gets denied. Also, no elephants came with the Golden Company. Yeah. I wasn't very happy about that. No. Um, the Golden Company's commander has the whitest name ever. Yeah, it's so funny how everybody's obsessed with this, yeah. his name. And in, in the, isn't it in the books, isn't his name Homeless Harry? Maybe. Yeah, I think it's Homeless Harry, <laughs> which is amazing. So... Or houseless, houseless, houseless area, maybe. Um, so yeah, the Golden Company comes in, Euron sits there, shoots his shot again, and then Cersei turns around and gets the... Yeah, gets his beefy wet. Gets to do the thing, so he does, and... But another awesome line, when he's like, how, how do I measure up to your fat husband? And then, how about the Kingslayer? And her look on her face was fucking awesome. Yeah, and she respects him for that. Like, yeah. she respects him for being so arrogant. So brazen, So yeah. brazen, yeah. Um, Everybody's making a big deal about Cersei drinking while pregnant. Yeah, well, I mean, you guys, who cares? Honestly, um, <laughs> that, that's gonna be my answer to a lot of these. Half has actually no compassion for childhood birth defects due to, <laughs> due to alcohol consumption. I mean, the kid's an incest baby, so like, that'd be what are you gonna do? Make it worse? Um. Anyway. Okay. Um. So, yeah, so that happened at King's Landing. Then, out of all the things, you're on. Keep somebody to watch you. Watch friggin' Okay, I see. Folks. I have a theory about that. Uh-huh. Here's here's why everybody who's complaining about this, I, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm playing the half rule here. Okay. Yara has no value as a prisoner. He has the whole fleet. She's got three boats. Okay. So if he, lose, he has her there for his entertainment. He doesn't have her there for ransom. Who's he going to ransom her to? No. Nobody. Danny's not gonna pay shit, or John's gonna pay shit for mm-hmm. Yara Greyjoy, right? So he, it's just he's, she's there for her, company for kicks. And so now that he's got Cersei, yeah, he doesn't really need it. So like, he why waste fucking guard? I mean, those people were on boats. 
I mean, if you know anything about, I mean, you know, sailing and shit, they sailed, they were probably on fucking leave, they, you know, you probably told them, yeah, go fuck, get drunk, go do whatever it is that you guys do when you, when you, when you, when you make yeah. port. So he had a couple of dudes guarding her. And also, it's not like he's worried that Theon's gonna come save her. Theon's been a bitch this entire series. And then guess what? He's a Navy SEAL. Yeah. So he's like, SEAL Team Six. that's, that's, uh, it was an absurd plot device to mm-hmm. begin with. And I don't blame Euron for for okay. not guarding y'all all that much. Speaking of getting your kicks, our boy Bron, uh, our boy Bron, dude, cannot catch a break. Okay, but although that line was almost the funniest line of the, of, uh, of the evening, as she walks past the maester, he goes, "Oh, she'll be dead." Dead of the pots within the year. He's like, "Wait, which one? Which one? Yeah. Like, the one that was on top of me?" Yo, but can can you clarify for me? I because uh-huh. I, I don't understand. Everybody keeps talking about how Bron's been fucked over by Jamie and Tyrion. He I, has. I don't understand how that's coming from. I don't know. And what I think is that Cersei is really relying on him to be a gold digger and really want just the money. I mean, I know Jane, I know Jamie prom- Tyrion promised him a castle, but then Tyrion was arrested. Yeah. So it's not like Tyrion could deliver. So yeah. it's not exactly getting fucked over. Jamie promised him a castle and a wife, gave him a castle and a wife. And then came back and got him. And then came back and took him to go on the Dorne mission. That's That, again, is a great meme, by the way. Which one is that? You've never seen that meme? No. So they'll have a picture of somebody, and then it's Bronn and his wife from the castle. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, who's that? And he's like, it's Jamie fucking Lannis. <laughs> um, so that's not really like he fucked them over. I mean, he just needed them for something. Yeah. You're a self-sword, just your job. That's how you make your living. Exactly. You know? So I, I really don't know where that no, narrative is coming from. Who cares? Like, well, because they're using it to fuel the fact that he might attempt to assassinate Jamie and Tyrion. I don't. I don't think we get there at all. I don't ever think we get there. Do you think? So you don't think he? You don't think he makes the attempt? You no. Th- you think he gets down there and like their their bond overcomes Cersei's bullshit? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I think it does. I mean, I don't know why. I, I would have anticipated Jamie trying to take Bronn north with him to begin with. I'm surprised that that didn't happen because Bronn would be highly useful in a fight. Oh, yeah, dude. You would have been the best in the fight. Yeah. I mean, behind Brienne of Tarth, who else do you want? Who just had that one poking her head out part in this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello. Oh, bye. So that's it. That's uh, as far as King's Landing. Last Tarth. Yo, so when I saw them, I was like, damn. First, I, I didn't realize where they were. Because mm-hmm. when I saw at the beginning of the episode, I didn't read Last Hearth in the intro. And I didn't remember where they were. Well, I didn't remember the, when I saw the sigil. I didn't remember that that was the Umber sigil. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, fuck you. I can't remember all of them. Yeah. Um, so I was like, damn, I wonder where they are. I thought maybe it was, um, like, Molestown or one of those places. But then there was a sigil, so I was like, no, it's got to be a house somewhere. And then I was like, oh, maybe they're at the fucking Glovers. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the Glovers are always running Because the Glovers didn't, didn't show up. And maybe that's who the Night King wanted to smoke anyway to cut, cut, you know, cut them off from mm-hmm. changing their minds later. And then the fucking awesome kid. Well, no, before that, when they run into oh, each other yeah. and they're like, oh, he's got blue eyes. I've always had blue eyes. That's amazing. And uh, and then, yeah, then you get the scene with the kid. It was funny because I didn't, I was busy watching Tormund and Mo, we're sitting here, me, Mike, Mo, and Perry. And Mo was the one who was like, oh, shit, the kid opened his eyes. And then that shit happened, and bro, like, that shit was awesome. That was a great, like, mini little horror movie moment. Yeah. Oh, no, it, it felt like a horror movie when it happened. I was like, whoa, and then that screech, I was like, oh, dude. Yeah, dude. 
I actually thought that that speech was going to call more weight, but it didn't. Like, I was like, okay, cool. Like, at that point, I'm okay with not losing any of the main characters. You know what I mean? Right. I'm okay with no battles. I'm like, oh, damn, I was just scary as shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then just the whole mystery about what the stupid spiral means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I don't know if we're ever going to get an answer. I hope we do. But oh, I'm sure. They wouldn't have They wouldn't have shown it as many times as they did. If we're not going to get an answer. Maybe. All right. So that's basically the recap of the, of the episode of where we were at. Now, this episode was all about reunions. So let's pick our favorite reunion. Okay. What was yours? Because I have mine already. You go first. Okay. So my favorite reunion was the Hound, Gendry, and Arya. Okay. It was just so fun. It felt good. It felt like season two, three of Thrones, where a lot of the those buddy cop things that we were talking about yeah. were were fun and like just you know, wisecracking, quick-witted, that kind of stuff. So sure. that's what it felt like to me. Okay. Um... Are we not counting Bran and Jamie since they haven't actually spoken yet? Yeah, no, you're not counting. Okay, so then I probably I'd probably have to go Tyrion Sansa, just because it delivered the, my favorite line of the episode, and it also just reinforces the fact that Tyrion's not very good at his fucking job. Not right anymore. now. No, yeah, he had a drop off. I think Tyrion was really good at the politics part of the job, mm-hmm. King's Landing, whatever, but warfare. Is not his strong suit. Nope. Nope, 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 he's not, what is it? He's not a wartime conciliary. No, he's not. No. So, one of the things, and then I called you right before the, the episode aired because I was I was jumping in and out of just the episodes as they were airing on HBO. And one of the things that I asked you, because it was the scene where, it was the scene where the Unsullied go to sack King, um, not King's Land. Castle uh, Rock. Castle Rock, and uh-huh. nobody's there. Right. Right? And so I was like, damn, you know, like, dude. And then, so I called and I asked you, I was like, yo, are we sure Tyrion's not on the side of the Lannister still? And I'm not saying that he's all for Cersei being queen, but, you know, that's family. Like, yeah. Are we sure? But that's, that's the family who's trying to murder him repeatedly. Okay. Like, I could understand, this is the thing, I could understand that argument if Jamie was the king, ruling yeah. in King's Landing right now. But it's not. Him and Cersei don't like it. Well, maybe that's his plan. Maybe his plan is to get, is to get rid of Cersei and then have Jamie rule. Yeah, but that, I mean, there, there's better there's better ways to because you can just find a way to reconcile Jamie with everybody else yeah. and have Jamie go back to being fucking warden of the West or whatever, and at least Jamie's in a good spot. Yeah, you know, Danny's never given Tyrion a reason to betray her. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Danny's got plenty of reasons to fire the dude. Back. Yeah, no, 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 Tyrion's been he's, he's just, just not like war is not his thing. Yeah, great kudos for the Battle of the Blackwater. Plan, yeah, but that was like once. Yep. So you're no Rob Stark as far as tactician goes. Um, yeah, man, but I, I just thought it was awesome that these two people who had such a, a a deep history that was rooted in fucking misery, really. But at the end of the relationship, they started kind of having this very like mm-hmm. respect for each other, and just the complete transformation of Sansa. Yeah. Is awesome. Yeah. So I heard something today that I wanted to ask you about talking right. about her, which is her behavior with John privately versus her behavior with John publicly. Okay. Because it seems like when they're alone, she's much more respectful of John, but then when they're in front of the, everybody else, she's constantly dunking on him. She's questioning him every fucking five seconds. Hmm. 
Like, why do you think that is? Do you, do you think she's got the eyes for John? Eyes for John? I mean, no. I know I know stars no. aren't known for this, but she did ask him. No, I think I think is I think it because you want to save the North or because you love her? You know, I mean, she asked the I think, question. I think that's very very sisterly to a certain extent. Okay. I think it's very sisterly of Mr. Sam. I don't know, because she she's hugging him and she's giving him I mean if you're if you got a chick who's hugging you and she's giving your your chick a side eye, there's reasons for that. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Also, she's gotten so hot. Yeah. Incredibly hot. And MVP. Yeah. MVP. For sure. Okay. Uh yeah, so that's reasons. Alright, so John Ray? John Ray. Go on your John Ray. Go for So it. here's here's my John Ray. Everybody keeps questioning this dude, uh-huh. and I'm fucking sick of it. Like, what more does this dude have to do for these people to just be like, all right, dude, yeah, you're the boss. You join the Night's Watch. You save Mormont from the fucking first White Walker. You go with the half hand on the ranging. You bring, you infiltrate Mass Raiders camp. You defend the wall. You go to Hardhome. Face the Night King, discover Valyrian Steel kills them, bring back... Well, actually, they lost it, that Castle Dragon Glass. But you bring back the Wildlings, you get killed, you get brought back to life, you win the Battle of the Bastards with an assist, but you win the fucking Battle of the Bastards. Mm-hmm. He beat Ramsay one-on-one, and Ramsay's showing the arrows at him. It's not like he was like, oh, kill this bitch. He beat him one-on-one. He went and dumb plan, but he accomplished dumb plan. Right? Brought back the zombie. Stupidest plan ever. Sure, but you know what? It's going to get him Jamie Lannister. I don't know what that's worth anymore as a one-handed fighter. Do you want to trade one Jamie Lannister for For one dragon? dragon? Sure. But either way, everything he set out to do, he's done. Every promise he's made, he's delivered on. Why are we still questioning? Leon Mormont, I love you, but why are you questioning this dude? What the fuck do you know? Have you fought a White Walker, little bitch? No. Has Sansa fought a White Walker? No. Has what's his dumb face, the guy that runs the army of the Vale for Sansa? Has he fought a White Walker? I remember. But no, 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 no. None of you have. None of you have looked into his eyes. <laughs> this dude has, and he just wrote a fucking dragon. Why don't you all just fucking stop sweating my boy and lick his balls already? I mean, <clears throat> I think here's the thing. I think the part that comes from John. Because he's such a reluctant leader, and he's just like, he, whenever he gets the leadership opportunities, his his view of it is just, I don't want to do this, but I will. Alright, but that should that should be even more the reason, because he's not a power-hungry, arrogant schmuck. He's literally doing what he's doing to save lives. It, this has been the whole his whole quest the whole time. It's, I'm trying to protect the people I care about, mm. and the realm at large. And we're going to just keep questioning this dude? Like, I, I get you. At some point, if I'm him, I'll be like, yo, let me tell you something right now. I'm going to have my Essos. I'm going to have my wolf eat all of you. Yeah. And actually, I don't even need the wolf to do it no more. Because I don't have a fucking dragon. So and as you heard her say, dragons eat whatever they want. Eat a dick. That's that's my genre. I just, I'm sick of them questioning him, and I'm sick of him just not dunking on people the way he should be. Yeah. I think it comes down to him being humble, and that's the, just the way he is. That's the way he is as a leader. Um, so, what do we saw? The, you saw the preview for the next episode. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? We've got Jamie. We've got the trial of Jamie Lannister. Apparently. Yeah. 
I think that's going to be the best 11 seconds. I don't know how long the trial's going to last, but uh-huh. at this rate, it might not be as long as I wanted to. But I think it's going to be probably some of the most compelling television we've had on the show. Okay. So, think about all the people who are there that can be character witnesses for Jane. Uh-huh. Tyrion. Brienne. Um, Bran. Because Bran, everybody on binge mode, which, you know, is an inspiration for this show, so mm-hmm. we talk about, we quote him a lot, but anywhere I read, it's the same thing. Bran doesn't give a fuck that he got pushed out of no. the window, because in his mind, this was his destiny. Yeah, he's the three-eyed raven. He knows what's going to happen. Right. So, well, side note, if he knew what was going to happen, why didn't he warn everybody about Ned Umber? Because he it needs to happen. Hey, side note. If Doctor Strange saw all four billion ways that they were going to beat Thanos, why didn't he tell them how to beat him without having to dust everybody? Because maybe that's what needed to happen. And there you've answered your question. Okay. All right. So, um, all right. Touche. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So, you have these people who can vouch for them. You yeah. have Bran who can testify to all the good deeds Jamie's done. You know, since pushing yeah. him out the window. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, hey guys, listen, he did push me out the window. But, but he saved Brienne from this. Da, da, da. He can confirm when Brienne tells them this is why he killed the Mad King, mm-hmm. Brienne could be like, oh yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. So I, I think that's going to go better. I mean, and they also kind of gave that away because he's in the, he's in the trailer for the, at the battle Yeah. for Winterfell. So I don't think that's going to go as badly. I think she's going to be really compelling. Or. Or it does go badly. They sentence him to death, but the battle for Winterfell starts. Before, and then they just, and then they just, just let, him, let him out. Yeah, they let him uh, out. They're like, yeah, bro, we need you. Let's go. Earn your. That would suck. Earn your key. It I, would suck. I think it would be more compelling to to have his re, his redemption arc completed uh, by being validated by those by his former enemies. Uh, yeah. Danny really in the, in the trailer is the one kind of pushing you know for him to die. Like, oh, I imagine what we would do to him when we caught him, right? Yeah, but I think I think that I think the trailer just left out the butt. What if John John fucking overrules her? Yes. And this causes or 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 she 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 puts Jamie to death even though everybody else doesn't want it to happen. They're like, no, we get it. And then John overrules her. Or the battle starts and John doesn't have to overrule her. What happens is this starts planting the seed of do we want to trust this person as our queen? Is she really going to break the wheel? That kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, but at some point, so and then and then you get the release because of the battle yeah, or whatever. Exactly. I mean, yeah, sure, maybe. I just I, the way she says that in the trailer mm-hmm. and at the spot where they cut it off, it sounds to me like she's like, "We've thought about what we're gonna do to you, but blah 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 blah." So, but we're not gonna do it. Yeah, you know, I I just think that's. And here's the thing, will saving him piss off yeah, the north, the north, or north. ingratiate her more to the north? Because remember, the I, north, I think it's a lose lose for her. Yeah, I think the north still kind of blames Jamie because he's a Lannister for the Red Wedding. Sure, and, and and for everything, but so yeah, I think that's a lose lose for her. If, unless somebody else speaks up for him, unless Sansa or Arya or whatever or Bran himself speaks up for him, I think that's the way that she gets out of it. Is that if Bran kind of steps in, or John steps in and says, nah, you know, we need everybody we have, blah, 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 blah. I think that might be that. Uh, what else, what else do I, you know, do I, am I looking forward to? Um, you know, just the, what John's going to do with this information. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a lot of, 
uh, alluding to that. What I do think was funny. Well, they do show a shot of him and her in the crypt. Yeah, so maybe he maybe thought about that. But what I do think is funny is that you you see Torma. He's already back in Winterfell. Yeah, well, they talk about it in this in this episode. Like, yeah, we double up on the horses. We can get there before the Night King does. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I think that'll probably happen towards the end of the episode. I think you'll have the the, the Jamie trial. You'll have whatever nonsense is happening in King's Landing. Um, That's probably it for right now. Maybe uh, what's his face makes it to Winterfell too. Theon. Oh, Theon Because he. Yeah, he wanted to go. Yeah. Yara. Okay. Well, no, Yara's gonna going back to the Iron Rising. Yeah, she's gonna take back the Iron. Rising. Yes. Theon's gonna go to to Winterfell. So, do you think that they the reason they included that whole thing with Yara is because the forces the remaining forces of the North are gonna have to retreat to the Iron Islands? Maybe. Because then why have that? Why mention it? Because yeah. it's been mentioned three times already. Euron mentioned it once, Yara's mentioned it once, and somebody else did too. Sorry. Maybe. I don't remember who it was, but it's been mentioned at least three times about, well, if anything, we can retreat to the Iron Islands because they can't swim. Yeah, they can't. They're, they're stuck there. Yeah. So Until they freeze the fucking water to right. walk right across the water yeah. to get to the Iron Islands. I can't wait to that. That'd be such a fucking flex. That'll be like a 31 point comeback by the clip of the Clippers against the Warriors. I didn't watch it. I, watch it. I don't. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I heard it. Yeah. Uh, so, what else? What else? You anything? Any final no, thoughts? No, I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm just excited for the rest of the season. It should be fun. I think it's going to be action packed going forward. This episode, look, I get that this, a lot of people were like, "Where's the action in this episode?" Because it was just that one horror scene. But this episode needed to happen. Like, you needed to put everybody, all the chess pieces, back in place, so that you could start. You know, kind of riding out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I can't speak for everybody else. For me, it just wasn't the action. For me, it was just it felt like all of the reunions that we were highly anticipating yeah. just got short shrift because they tried to cram every all of them. Sorry, they tried to cram all of them into one episode. Okay. Where if this was a ten episode season, you would have had more time with each one of those conversations. You know what, man? I'm gonna. You know, I liked it. I like not having all that time. I didn't need a 10-minute dialogue between John and, and... Yeah, I just, I totally 100% agree. Yeah, no. I just, I didn't. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yes, Do you know how many time. problems that avoids if they all just, again, if they all just sat down and had a powwow, like, yo, so, Arya, I haven't seen you in seven years. I heard you can change your face. How's that work? Hey, Sansa, so... Well, maybe they, maybe they have a powwow. It's just off-screen. But no, no, because then when they need it, there's information that they should know if they would have had these powwows. They don't know it. They don't have it. You're taking this stuff way too seriously. I do, but I go, oh, have you not been paying attention? <laughs> to the last eight seasons? To the last 20 years? That's <laughs> right. Come on, man. That's, way this, that's my job. All right, so. All right, so we didn't plug shit in the beginning, so do we do that now? Sure. All right, so uh, you can follow if. But first of all, you can find the show. Yes. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You don't have a Facebook. No, I don't. Okay. So Twitter and Instagram, Back of the Bus Podcast. Back of the Bus Podcast. Email us. Back of the Bus Miami at gmail.com. That's right. Nobody does. Except for the other day when I got a YouTube email from YouTube saying we couldn't use those parts of the intro music. So I don't know what I'm going to use for intro music when you listen to this. I don't know what I would have used, but I'll use something. And not that shit to have later. And you can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts. Hopefully on YouTube. Unix. Oh my god. Dragons watching. 
What you doing to the Dragon Queen? What you doing? Slam your things, John. Oh, yeah. Don't stab her with your vessel black. Please stop. Please stop. I'm better than these mumble rappers. Oh, of course you're 100%. Him in the mim in the mim in the You're better than Drake already. Uh, so yeah, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, yeah. Pocket Cast, Podbean. Podbean. Not Spotify. No. And maybe Spotify. YouTube if, if we can figure out how to get a music that we can. That we will get banned for YouTube. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Rate the show. Rate the show. Five stars if you love us. Five stars if you hate us. Five stars if you don't give a fuck. Five stars if you do give a flip. <laughs> um, subscribe. Tell your friends. Yeah. Daenerys Nation at Instagram. Oh, yes. We're, so, uh, this is a... Uh, we're, I have not asked you directly, but we're, we want to get you on the show. We want to interview you for the show. Maybe, yeah. maybe for the finale. We're trying to figure out the technological aspects of how to make that happen. That's a great idea, man. So, if you listen to this and and you're down, hit me up on Instagram. Yeah, hit him up on Instagram, not me. And, uh... You're a buffoon. I'm the brand of our show. You are. (laughs) Alright, guys. uh, Enjoy episode two next Sunday. We'll be back next week. It's coming at you like you're on your long sea ride. Black and I are going to play a game. It's called Abridging the Episode. Basically, we are going to go one for one. I will try to remember one fact about the show in chronological order, and we'll see how many facts we get correct, and if we can get all the way through the episode. So I'll go first. What happened first? Nah, I'm just kidding. I thought it was a flashback. That's your thing? Yeah, yeah. I thought that little kid running in the, in the thing was Oh, black. okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Arya watches. Okay. Uh, Tyrion makes a dick joke, but it's really about balls. The Northerners don't like black people. Oh, you're divine. That was true, though. They gave him a weird Yeah, they gave him Matt Stanker. Danny knew that they didn't like her until she whipped out her dragons. Which probably only made it worse. Yeah. Bran is almost a man. But not yet. What do dragons eat? Whatever they want. Yeah. That shit was a hard flex. Yeah. I'm going to show you Needle, but not the Valyrian Steel. Arya's a cold-hearted little bitch, according to the Hound. That's great. That's great. great. We'll get to this later. Tyrion is not the smartest guy in the room anymore? Yeah, he's... That's, uh, <laughs> um, oh, we skipped one, we should have said. Ned, Umbo, go get your men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, do the dragons are on, like, a cold diet? Yeah. And they're voyeurs? <laughs> Cersei really wanted elephants? But she got the elephant dick instead. Theon finally grew the balls that Varys doesn't have. And didn't inappropriately touch his sister. (laughs) This is terrible. This is great. I love it. We're just trying to remember the episode. Um, 
Sam is an orphan. No, I can't. His parents are below. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, oh, my dead, my deadbeat dad is dead. Awesome. I'll go live with my brother. This is about that. Yeah. Hey, thanks for saving Jorah. I killed your parents. That should have been my line. They go into the crypt. You're not who you think you are. What? Luke, he's not your father? Yeah. There you go. I'm waiting for a friend. You know what I love about that, though? My eyes have always been blue. Oh, that was a great scene. Kill it! Burn it from existence! <laughs> I'm going to end it with just the way the music should have ended at the end of that episode with... The Curb Your Enthusiasm music. Okay, that was a really shitty thing. I'm sorry, guys. You might cut that out. You might hear that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'm going to put that whole thing as the outtake. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So.